Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Spirit, I felt it in my guts. I felt that it was going to be the Los Angeles Lakers, and that's who we got. Um, I watched the play-in game, watching the Minnesota Timberwolves beat them for pretty much their entire game. Uh, saw Minnesota pretty much crumble. Not to anything special the Lakers were doing. Minnesota just played completely horrible. Didn't make, didn't score a point at all for the last six minutes of the game. I think until those three free throws by Mike Conley uh, at the end, if I'm not mistaken. I think that was the only points they scored. Didn't score a field goal at all for the final six minutes of the game. Um, that Minnesota, I was really hoping to get the Minnesota team because Anthony Edwards had an injury. They're just dismantled. I was like, yeah, we, we would smack those dudes. But we're going to get the Lakers. I have so many opinions, so many thoughts, Jason Smith. I'm going to hand the ball over to you. Tell me your early thoughts about this uh, this series between the King, uh, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, coming to town against our Memphis Grizzlies starting this Sunday at 2 p.m. at FedEx Forum. I mean, it's exciting. Nobody's ever put LeBron James out in the first round, and you got an opportunity to be part of that history. Uh, you got the Lake Show coming in here. So in terms of the NBA eyes, really, in terms of the first round, all of them are going to be on you. And you got you got a team – uh, led by John Morant, a guy who I believe saying is going to be on a mission this month to, you know, not just we talk about redemption because that was the word that you, the family had on the hoodie and, and trying to rebuild Jaws' image. But, uh, you know, redemption, you know, a great series against the Lakers, a potential series next against Golden State. Uh, if they do what we think they're going to do and knock off Sacramento, can go a long way in rebuilding that image and getting people to forget about the stuff that's happened off the court with you and to get it back on it. And you think about it with the way this all NBA voting is gone. We've seen the counter lawsuit where he's, he's blaming some of the stuff with the, with the kid on, on, on possibly making all NBA. What I know is, is you're going to have a motivated John Morant with a chance to make a real statement. So uh, maybe yeah. saying, you know, we could talk, we, we might be talking about biggest buzz around here, maybe even bigger than 2013 when they went to West Conference finals, because this would be a different kind of, run to the finals if you're dispatching LeBron and knocking off a Golden State team that was defend that is the defending champs. So big, yeah, you big opportunity. And it feels like the Grizzlies are are rightly poised or uh, rightly poised to to make some history. Yeah. Uh the kids these days, Jason Smith talk about making a movie. And if, if the Grizzlies run to whatever far they go in the playoffs includes beating LeBron James and eliminating the Golden State Warriors. That would just be truly a, a movie, you know, type story or whatever. Uh, a lot of national predictions are out. A lot of people are just kind of playing this like almost almost like the Lakers are the favorites, almost like the Lakers are the second seed, almost like the Lakers won 51 games and 
really went through a lot of turmoil and still stayed at the top of the league. Uh, it's kind of hilarious when you really think about it. I was listening to uh, Max Kellerman. He was kind of sharing his thoughts on it. Um, of course, Skip Bayless said what he had to say. Draymond Green chimed in, <laughs> uh, gave his own uh, analysis of it. It's uh, all funny stuff, man. And it's just it, – you like you would think that the Grizzlies didn't play 82 games and were literally at the top of the West, you know, the entire season. You would think that they haven't shown you they're a good team. You would think that they don't have two NBA All-Stars with a guy in Desmond Bain who's clearly a star-level player playing, you know, out of his mind. Um, it's wild. It's wild stuff. Uh, I haven't really paid much attention to it. I don't want to get too fired up about it. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to go on a rant before this before this show is over with, uh, thinking about the Lakers and how much I really want to beat those dudes. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to contain myself now. My energy level isn't quite there yet. But uh, I am amped about this series, man. I don't think you understand how bad I want the Grizzlies to beat this team for so many reasons. It's the LeBron James factor. We know the – here's my thing, man. I, 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 I will admit that Memphis has a um, – what's the – I don't know what the word I'm trying to say. It's not an inferiority complex, but, like, we always think somebody's against us. We always think, you know what I mean, that, that somebody's out to get us or, you know, that they're trying to little man us or little boy us. And I deal with it, you know what I mean? When the, when the Grizzlies first got here and 21-year-old Anthony Sane was – taking his money, his checks from Foot Locker and buying a power pack for however much they cost back then. They came with five, six or a million tickets. It would bother me to see our game, our games returning to road games against the Los Angeles Lakers when they had Shaq, Kobe, Carl Malone. That, it was around that time, that team. Just over the years to see that. And then when LeBron came to town, it'd be the same thing. And it just to get both of those in one package, an opportunity to slay that demon me personally, this could be my this could be my vindication, Jasonville. And I don't think I'm the only person that feels this way about this whole take. I really want to beat this team. I really want to make short work of them. I really want to like just go find random Laker fans and just tag them on Twitter every time we win a game. And I'm I'm confident that the Grizzlies are gonna win this series. When I say Grizzlies in five, I mean it. In my heart of hearts, I feel the sweep coming. But I'm saying Grizz in five, but I could very well see the Grizzlies sweeping this team. Because quite frankly, Jasonville, I'm gonna stand on this. The Grizzlies have had one of the best home records in the NBA. The best, I know that's one of the best, the best home record in the NBA. I think they lost, what, six games. And some of those games were throwaways at the end of the season, just being honest with you. Let's be for real. If the Grizzlies get up 2-0 on the Lakers, which I think is going to happen, this series is over. And all the narratives are going to be, well, you know, uh, the Lakers haven't lost at home yet. I, if, if the Lakers get down 2-0, they're going to fold when this series is going to be over. And I'm amazed that people are are just kind of ignoring that whole fact that the Grizzlies don't lose at home. And it's like, I, I feel like if the Grizzlies get up 2 nothing, this thing's a wrap. Uh, I'm trying to – I really want to act a fool when I come on you guys' show tomorrow and really talk about the Lakers. But uh, right now I'm going to be a little bit more reserved. I don't know why. It's, it might come out as the show goes on, though. But I, I hand it over to you, Jason Smith. What are your thoughts on the series? Um, do, you, do you feel as vindictive as I feel? Uh, is 21-year-old Anthony saying is, is inside of me still feeling the way towards the Lakers and feeling the way towards LeBron James? Oh, I want to beat him as bad as you do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would say this, though, as much as you can point to, and I would, the home court advantage, and as good as I feel about the Grizzlies, unlike last year, 
uh, when it was an issue. Mm-hmm. I feel good about them going up 2-0, saying then you got to go out there. And you're talking about they're going to fold up the, the, you know, the Lakers at that point if you get them down 2-0, winning like you're technically supposed to at home. But um, Memphis was 16-25, and 16-25 and 25 mm-hmm. on the road this year. It, it done it to a point that I don't even think it's the same team when it's going on the road. And sure, maybe it's different in these playoffs and they flip a switch, but I haven't I, I haven't gotten to a point where I trust the Grizzlies on the road like I do at home. So so mm-hmm. listen, I'll be honest with you, you're the first person I've heard even mention the possibility of a sweep. Like you pick five games, but you said you wouldn't be surprised if it's a sweep. I'd be shocked. Yeah, if it was a, you know, I'd be shocked if it was a sweep because you still got to go out there to crypto and win those two out there. I, I'm I'm more hoping saying I just kind of go play off off your scenario there. I'm I'm just I'm hopeful that they can get one of those two and that you come back uh uh game your, five. Yeah, come back in game five. I mean, it, to, me, that, to me like that seems like best case scenario. Yep. Your, your your game five that's pick. the most realistic scenario. Yeah, because I just don't see the Grizzlies going out to LA and winning both. I hope I'm wrong. I hope all of a sudden you know, this team now is, is ready to win on the road. They can just flip a switch. But the road issues, for whatever reason, what, role players not the same, everything else, they've just had the issues all year long. So I'm uh, I'm with you on my confidence level in terms of Grizzlies being able to advance. But I, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher series than maybe you do. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Bro, um, here's the thing, too. I watched the Lakers go to sure. overtime yeah. with the Utah Jazz. We all saw it. I saw them lose to the Clippers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis coming back because they wanted to win their game. They did not want to be in the play-in. The Lakers were not okay with playing the, the Grizzlies at two, at the two seeds. They wanted to get out of the play-in. I saw them play against the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. And the Clippers team, I don't know if they want to win their game or not. And the Clippers mm-hmm. beat their ass. I saw this team battle with the Minnesota Timberwolves without Rudy Gobert, without uh, 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 Jay McDaniels, who's been good. Anthony Edwards was trash. Carl Anthony Towns was huge in the first half, got in foul trouble, and just really disappeared towards the end of the game. I saw Mike Conley and uh, uh, <laughs> I saw Mike Conley, Kyle Anderson, and the dude that looks like a fake uh, – what's the kid's name who used to play for the Grizzlies? Uh, DeMar Carroll, the new version. Tarian Prince. Right. <laughs> I saw those three dudes battle against LeBron and them. It almost beat their ass, bro. Like, I'm not taking that Lakers to you serious. I, if I'm wrong, hell, I'm wrong. You lost to one of the greatest players of all time and, uh, and one of the greatest big men of all time, Anthony Davis. Regardless of his reputation with injuries, Anthony Davis is one of the most ridiculous uh, big men in the history of the game. If you lose to that team, you lose to him. I don't see it. I think we're going to beat the hell out of this team. 
and, and I'm fine with it. I've I've seen the Grizzlies be in coast mode for about the past month, like experimenting with this. Jaws back. Oh, okay, let's rest these guys. We've been resting guys. We've been taking guys in and out of lineup. We've been trying to get Roddy going. You know, we we're going to kill this team, bro. Like they're not they're not as good as us. And I know they're going to try to put Jerry Vanderbilt on John Morant. Good luck with that, bro. I mean, I know he's I know he's kind of versatile. He's a big that can guard smaller players. Nah. Because somebody got to guard Desmond Bain. Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to make Anthony Davis get out from under the paint. Nah, man. I don't I think I think we're gonna know how this series is gonna go after game one. And what by saying I think the Grizzlies are gonna jump out big on the Lakers and really look make them look extremely outmatched. And I think you're gonna see that in game one. The, the only way that it happens, the way you're going, and I hope, I hope, I, believe me, I'm not hating on what you said. I'm hoping what you said is true. But the only way they dominate the way you're talking about is if Jaron Jackson Jr. is not in foul trouble. You yep. saying you, yep. you, you said oh, everything. Yeah, that's a big asterisk. Yeah. Everything you just saw about the Lakers and how bad they looked in situations where they should have looked better. But what you've also seen is the Grizzlies on the floor without Jaron Jackson Jr. and how they can't stop a nosebleed without him. Terrible, so if, if any kind of way he's in, so, so you're. Your scenario, you know, it has to go against what happened in the regular season where he had five fouls in each game and as a result wasn't as nearly as impactful as he could have been in those games. It has to go completely opposite. He has to stay out of foul trouble if they're going to be able to dominate this series. And and that that's where I think I'm with you. The confidence, everything else, there's a chance Grizzlies dominate. But they're not doing that if Jaron Jackson Jr. is in foul trouble. So back to your point, how he's officiated, you know, these referees – Man, it's so funny. As much as we hate on Draymond Green, as much a clown as he is, forget the podcast he just put out where he picked. Right, forget the podcast he just put out where he picked the Lakers, and he actually says some real stuff. Remember the one a couple of months ago when he said the key to the Grizzlies' playoff hopes is Jaron Jackson and foul trouble. And I'll be dead. Mm -hmm. He he is dead on when it comes to that. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm with you. All those things that you said can happen. They can dominate this series if Jaron Jackson Jr. Is can stay on the floor and is allowed to stay on the floor and can control which, his which own. Is also why, right, exactly. Which is also why a guy like Xavier Tillman is such a big deal. He he's I, I got a feeling he's really going to show up. I got a feeling he's going to be big in this series. If he can just play big, get rebounds, defend. He's a very yeah. underrated defender. He's played very well against Anthony Davis. I think he's going to get the defensive assignment on Anthony Davis instead of Jaron um to kind of let jaron kind of roam a little bit defensively you got jaron vanderbilt who's the other big jaron can cheat off of him he can rim protect i think that's a key i think if xavier tillman can can play well in this series that's a big deal there are a lot of people talking about x factors i think the big one of the bigger x factors is x himself xavier tillman i think if he he could play well against uh anti davis and allow jaron to roam jaron vanderbilt could very well be a liability if the lakers have a guy on there that's that's not an offensive threat like vanderbilt won't be Especially yep. not from distance, and Jaron can cheat off of him and just roam around the basket and defend. It can get nasty quickly. It can get nasty quickly, bro. You know what I mean? And I think yes. it's one of those situations where if you're saying Vanderbilt's your best defender, if you if he's almost unplayable, if he's making where Jaron can't cheat, and Tillman is able to play Davis honestly, that could be a real problem. That's you how they the there you go. If they can keep that lineup, keep Tillman out there, and aren't yeah. forced to go to a lineup where it's you know Jaron at the five and he's. The only yep. answer for AD. I'm with you. That that's the yeah, scenario. I think that's going to be crucial. I think that's uh, crucial. Tillman, for sure. Tillman will not be intimidated. Six playoff starts last year. Played uh, yep. Jokic, Embiid, Anthony Davis in a row this year in the regular season. Right. So he's already been asked to sort of do this. Just hold mm-hmm. your own and help keep Jaron out of foul trouble. Right. Do it, sir. 
and if you could and if you can get anything out of Santi, if Santi can be any kind of presence when he comes in in his minutes, you're talking about you know real real matchup problems for sure. Yes. Um, the other thing, let's talk about it. the boogeyman. The uh, <laughs> the uh, the uh, is it pink elephant? Yeah, the pink elephant in the room. Um, I think it's a much bigger deal. I'm worried about it. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not losing sleep thinking about it. The player that I think we talk about him all so often that I really think could swing this series either one way or another. Being honest, regardless of what Jaren's doing, whatever John's doing, I think if this person either plays far left or he plays far right and i'm talking about dylan brooks yeah if dylan brooks has a series where he contains lebron james i'm i know he's going to try to intimidate lebron which i think is suicide <laughs> but I, I know he's going to try it i'm hoping he doesn't put a battery in lebron's back but i think if he can just contain lebron and i think if he can just make lebron work on both ends not taking crazy shots not trying to be a hero just being an agitator, making LeBron work, I think that you'll see – I think that you'll – that can really swing this series if Dylan can be big. In the same way, if he gets out there and he agitates LeBron or he says something to get LeBron going, it can get nasty fast if LeBron if LeBron, if LeBron gets going. But here, here's the thing I'll say too. I'm not really super worried about Dylan. I'm not super worried about LeBron. LeBron is still that dude. I just, we saw him score 30 points the other night. LeBron is 38 years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's a Superman out there for sure. I'm not going to say I – I'm not – but I, that's not the LeBron that t- me in my 20s grew up on that I've been seeing here lately. Right. It's a totally different game for him. You know what I mean? So, it's not the LeBron I grew up in my 30s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, um, and he's had – to your point saying he's had to grind to get here. He had 40-something minutes the other night against Minnesota, you know, yeah. to get back to yeah. this spot and come off the injury. Like he's had to go hard, man. A little bit more worn down, LeBron, than previous years. Yeah, yeah, and and that um, I'm just not worried about these dudes, bro. Like I'm, I'm, I'm confident the Grizzlies have the pieces to. We haven't really talked about Desmond Bain a lot, who we know is going to show up. We haven't talked about uh, Luke Kennard coming off the bench, who can just light you up in bunches. Tyus Jones is going to be rock solid off the bench. Um, you you expect all those things to happen. A guy like David Wright, they just come in, keep the ball moving, play defense, hustle, you know, get to the basket, get some fouls. That type of stuff is all we really need from him. Um, I'm excited, man, and I really think the Grizzlies are going to play well. I think they're going to show up on this huge stage. Uh, I'm looking forward to Sunday for sure. Make sure you guys come check out my own my uh, watch party I'm having with my good friends at Hooters downtown. Woo-hoo. The two broke for tickets. The watch party, make sure y'all come check that out. Uh, game starts at 2. Typically, when somebody has a watch party, they have all kind of giveaways for you and all type of promotions. I ain't got that for you. We got nothing to give you. You build. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing to give you, man. Oh, just show oh, up. You at, you at Hooters? That's as official. You at Hooters, as man. What, what else you want, man? You got beautiful women around you. Hooters. Yeah, yeah. You got Congrats. you got beautiful women around. I guess all I got for you, man. That's all I got for you. It's beer and, and women. I ain't buying you a beer. Matter of fact, I would love for you to buy me one. But uh, <laughs> typically, oh, if you really? go to like you know, uh, if you go to like an official Grizzlies joint or a Grizzly Bear Blues, every time out, you know, you got cheerleaders and they got a giveaway for your t-shirts and koozies and all. They ain't got nothing for you. That's on Sunday for the game, right? Same for our listeners. That's on Sunday for game. We know, we know, you know, your broke ass couldn't afford no tickets to the game. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fans there. You can. This is what you could do. 
you could come down to the to the to the plaza, which is like right there at the FedEx Forum outside. Wow. You could pregame and parlay and flaws like you really got tickets, do you? And just slide over to Hooters, kick oh, it with your boy, man. We're gonna have a good time. I'll be there. I'll be there. Gabe might be there. Gabe is a Hooters guy. He likes. I bet you let CJ go to Hooters, bro. Uh, Chris has. I'm trying. Uh, he. I, I'm not my stepson. I took repeatedly. I don't. Uh-huh. I don't think Chris has made his first trip to Hooters yet. For real. Oh, oh man, yeah. the girls in there love Gabe, and he loves them. Gabe loves to be told that he's a handsome little dude. Like he loves that, bro. Especially oh yeah. Girls yeah, big Gabe blushing at them ladies. Yeah, he like to take pictures with him. Yeah, Gabe think he that dude. Look, Hugh helping in that job, bro. For real. You might. You probably got oh, the spot. You became the Lakers. Those exp- those tickets really got too expensive. So you gonna yeah, have man. a hot yeah two Friday Friday tickets, man. Y'all come, come check it out. Come check it out. My good people at uh, at uh, Hooters, man. Two p.m. is game start. Come check it out. 